0: The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is a prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. At the door. Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory. We can never thank you enough. We thank you for your protection, we thank you for your provision, we thank you for your power, we thank you for your promotion, and above all, we thank you for your presence. How can we ever thank you enough? Accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Honor and glory be given to you. In Jesus' unfailing name, we are afraid. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, um, straight away, um, I need this group of people to stand up. Just this group of people. Um, you there's a there's an obvious evil hand in your in your family, and. You know, you have prayed about it and prayed about it and you can see that there's an obvious evil hand in your family. And it's affecting, it's like, there's the, a the, the trend. I'm, I'm not talking about there used to be and you've dealt with it. It's, it's a bother to you, even right now. What is going to happen is God is going to send you help. And He's going to separate you from that line. And He's going to start... A new lineage with you. Just that person. Rising your feet. Even if you are watching on the internet, stand up wherever you are. And lift your hands to heaven as I pray for you, Father. Known unto you are all your works before the foundations of the earth. You know the source of this challenge? As far as this your children, are concerned, we relocate these ones now yes. from that household into the secret place of the Most High in the name of Jesus. Everything that has been flowing negatively in our household, from today you are exempt from it. From today, a new river flows beginning from you. And I pray for you that you will abide in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the Lord all the days of your life. Father, we honor you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. May be seated. Are you, ex- are you excited this morning? Hallelujah. Let's, let's give the Lord a great, great hand. Amen. Now, for those attending God-bearing service for the very first time, you're welcome. I just need to uh, do a brief introduction and we'll kick off this sermon. One, God is moving in our midst already. Don't wait for a special time or uh, when they're going to lay hands on you. God is laying hands on you himself. You heard that lady's testimony. She's had a lump. You know, and God—no no man laid hands on her. God Himself is laying hands on everyone in the mighty name of Jesus. So, um, God walks with us instantly, silently, and and completely. So, focus on God and on Him alone. Welcome everybody joining us over the internet. God is not a respecter of distance. And space, he is laying his hands on you also, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Four weeks ago, or three weeks ago, we started a series, "Help from Above," in line with this, um, with this um, season of our god game service. And the, the, the first part one, we looked at, at what, at who. Anna, at Anna, if you you missed it, please get the CD Um, or download it for free. Part two, we looked at Jehoash, which was last week. Today, part three, we'll be looking at Ezekiah. It was Ezekiah. And we will complete next week, by God's grace, we'll have part four of Help from Above. Our text is 2 Kings 20. 2 Kings 20. We read from verse 1 to 6. It reads. It reads. About that time Ezekiah became deadly healed. And the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went. To visit him. He gave him, he gave the king this message. This is what the Lord says. Set your affairs in order, for you are going to die. You will not recover from this illness. When Ezekiah heard this, he turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord: Remember, oh Lord, how I have always been faithful to you and have served you single mindedly. Always doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and wept bitterly. But Isaiah, but before Isaiah had left the middle courtyard, this message came to him from the Lord. Go back. Everyone, that has good news for you, that, has, that is going in the wrong direction, God will send them back. Yeah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Go back, says Hezekiah, the leader of my people. Tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of your ancestor, David, says. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you. And three days from now, you will get out of the bed and go to the temple of the Lord. I will add 15 years to your life and I will rescue you and this city from the king of Assyria. I will defend this city for my own honor and for the sake of David, my servant. The Lord bless the reading and the hearing of his word in Jesus' name. In verse 1, and he, the word of God says, "And about the time Ezekiah was sick unto death, and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and he gave him a message. Thus says the Lord, you will surely, Everybody say surely, that's what he said, you will surely die. Put your house in order. You see, back in the day, when a prophet comes visiting you or comes into a town or a neighborhood, people are trembling. People are trembling. Why? Because you, you, you don't know what he's going to say. You don't know what he's going to say. A prophet shows up somewhere. He shows up. in, I think, Bethlehem of Judah. And the whole town, the elders of the town, they ran to meet him and said, have you come uh, uh, peaceably? You know, he says, I've come peaceably, I've come peaceably, I've come peaceably. You know, the prophetic is not about telling you what you want to hear. The prophetic is about telling you what God wants you to hear. And and that can be unpopular. Unfortunately, I mean, in our our time, (laughs) prophets always bring good news. Be careful of a prophet that always brings good news. Am I saying prophets are prophets of doom? No. I'm saying if you are in sin and the prophet comes to you and says, all will be well with you, is lying. Because it is written, Say ye to the wicked, it shall not be well. Except he turns away from his wickedness. So we, we, we are in a dirt of a time where where the, the truth cannot is not spoken anymore. In fact, when prophets no one is speaking truth to power anymore. When, when prophets go to speak to power these days, prophets are queuing up for brown envelopes. How can you hear the word of God? Isaiah came to the king and said to the king, thus says the Lord. Ah, I'm praying in the name of Jesus that God will raise you as a prophet. And God will raise prophets in this nation. Oh yes, that God will raise true prophets in this nation. That will speak his mind. Why? Because the prophetic is not about saying nice things, it's about conveying the mind of God, and sometimes it's not nice. That's the truth. Sometimes it's not nice. I see God raising strong prophetic voices over Nigeria in the mighty name of Jesus. Thus says the Lord is the weightiest statement in heaven and on earth, in the whole universe. Thus says the Lord is the weightiest statement in the whole heaven and on earth. And statements are of varying weights. Medically, for instance, if you go and you see a GP, a general practitioner, and he says, oh, you have this problem, and he calls it a big name, something, 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 something. The name can even give you a headache. And, and you go to a specialist in that field and the specialist does his own work and says there's nothing there. What will happen to you? You will rejoice, right? Because you have heard from who? This specialist. Now, if the GP says There's no problem here. You are fine. And you go to the specialist. And the specialist says, my goodness! It's a miracle you're still alive. You have five days to live. What will happen? If you know God, you begin to say, my God, help from above. If you don't know God, you say she cannot. it's finished but you see even medically when the experts give a report and it's contrary to thus says the Lord what happens thus says the Lord overrides the experts report. And, and you see, you need to understand this as a child of God. You need, you, you know, you you had Tutu's testimony. She 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 had to have a child in a condition is medically impossible. What she did say is she used to bleed for about maybe 28 days in a 30-day cycle. A menstrual cycle lasts for. That's how bad the fibroids was. It was medically impossible. But thus says the Lord, be fruitful and multiply. Now, now listen, listen, listen to this. You when it comes to thus says the Lord, Isaiah 53, verse 1, he says, Who has believed our reports? You have conflicting reports. The, the, the GP has said this, the specialist has said this, but God is saying this. Whose reports would you believe? It says, who has believed our reports unto whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Praise the name of the Lord. It's the same thing. If you go over and over and over in any field, even in nature, they will tell you that there are seasons and there are seasons. Seasons come, season goes. When it's winter time, for those that have winter, it's those. When it's, you know, when it's dry season, it's dry. When it's rainy season, even though we don't know rainy season anymore, everything is, you know. But when we sit here, we know when even though it's shifting. It's rainy season, it's going to rain. However, when a weather specialist, what are they called? Meteorologists. When they give a forecast, Regardless of the season, that it's going to rain or the weather is going to be this cold. When you leave the house, you're going to dress up for the occasion. Am I correct? When they say there's going to be st- storm or an earthquake in this place, regardless of what you think, you're going to go for the shelter or leave the place. Is that correct? But you see, when it comes against thus says the Lord, it freezes. Let me give you a live example. A very live example. This season, we have seen rain, right? Serious rain. Now, What I do is, I check what the meteorologists say, weather channel. And and I check this whole week that just passed. Some days has 40% precipitation, that is, for it to rain, 40%. And it got to those days, and it rained from morning. And I looked at today's zone. It was 80%. Now, my normal mind says if 40% is like this, God help us today. God help us today. But again, we came for a vigil and you said it will not rain today. Did you not say so? What did it rain today? Yeah. At least it hasn't disturbed us yet. <laughs> Maybe it will rain later on. But as far as we are concerned, it hasn't rained. What am I saying? What am I saying? As a child of God, you need to understand that the greatest statement on earth is the word of God. And you must give the word of God that place in your life. Why? Because Lamentations 3.37 says, Who is he that has said and it come to pass when the Lord has not commanded it? Who is he that decrees and it stands when the Lord has not commanded it? So don't give up because of a medical condition. Don't give up because of a medical report. Who is he that has spoken when the Lord has not commanded it? What is God saying about your body? Why are you afraid? Because of a witch that woke up on the wrong side of the bed and decided to curse you. Why should you be afraid? Who is he that has spoken a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord has not? Do you know how many witches want me dead? Plenty. But well, it doesn't matter. Their counsel will always come to nothing. In the name of Jesus. A sorcerer, you know, what's up? There's someone in your family, that person, everybody must, you know, juba. Otherwise, you know, nothing, the person will grind you to, to dust. And you're afraid, afraid of a man or a woman? Say after me I have set the Lord always before me. Therefore, I will not be afraid. Amen. Who is he that has said a thing and it comes to pass when the Lord has not said it? However, in the case of Ezekiah, it was the Lord that said, you will die. Not a specialist, not a GP. It was the Lord. So what do you do? When the weightiest statement in heaven and on earth appears to be against you, what do you do? What do you do? When, thus says the Lord, is not aligning with you, what do you do? Now, let me give you some, some background about Isaiah. Isaiah was just not a prophet. Isaiah was the number one prophet in the land. Everyone said number one prophet. In the land, Isaiah mentored Ezekiah, Ezekiah became king at 25, ruled for 29 years. Isaiah mentored him spiritually. This same Isaiah not only mentored Ezekiah, backed him up when Senekerub, king of Assyria, came against Ezekiah. He had already taken the northern kingdom and now came against Judah. Isaiah stood behind Ezekiah. And in one night, God sent an angel that killed 185,000 soldiers. In one night, 185,000 soldiers. That was Isaiah. And that was the man that came to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord. What do you do when the weightiest statements in heaven and on earth appear to be against you? Who do you run to when the most High issues a statement against you? What should be your position? I'm going to give you the key today. Are you ready? What should be your position? This is what you do. You appeal for mercy and cry for help. It may look so simple. Well, a lot of people always miss it. Eli missed it. God said to Eli, this is what I'm going to do because of your children. Eli says, well, it's God. Let him do what he wants to do. Don't miss it. When it appears that you, you appeal and I'm praying today you will Get help from above in Jesus' name. And for a lot of people, it's not even a statement of the Most High that you're struggling with. You're struggling with a statement made over you, maybe by your father or by your mother. Some people by their husband. Your husband has cursed you to beat. Some people by your wife. Your wife has cursed you. I'm here to say to you, Who is he that has spoken a thing and it came to pass when the Lord has not decreed it? Every utterance that is contrary to your destiny is thereby cancelled in Jesus' name. Totally cancelled. So when we seek your help from above, it doesn't matter who is against us. That's one thing you need to realize. When we secure help from above, it really doesn't matter who is against us. Romans eight thirty one. What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who shall be against us? What shall we say to these things? If God be for us, <laughs> who can be against us? It's only a fool that will be against us. And there are many fools. That's why God will be glorified. And use them as examples of how not to come against him. In Jesus' name. So very quickly, we look at a few things in life of Ezekiah. What there are three things I want to see in life of Ezekiah that, that will totally transform our lives. Number one, Ezekiah, in the life of Ezekiah, the first thing we need to learn from him is this, don't continue in the errors of your father and your fathers. Don't continue in the errors of your fathers. Do not continue in the errors of your father. Ezekiah had a bad heritage as far as his, his um, immediate father was concerned. Ezekiah, not only his father, his grandfather was a bad guy. But Ezekiah avoided their errors Are connected to his great grandfather Uzziah, who loved God, and to David, who was a man after God's heart amazing second kings 18:13 says he ezekiah did what was pleasing in the lord's sight just as his father david had done david was not his father oh, at least directly and i'm praying that it will be written about you that you will do that which is pleasing in god's hands eyes just as your father jesus did yeah. praise the name of the lord so, what errors of your fathers do you need to stop? What errors of your fathers do you need to stop? And unfortunately, it's because we, we struggle with identity issues. No matter how old you are as a man, as a woman, sometimes we struggle with identity issues. And we default to this is how my father did it. In error. Instead of us discovering who God has, has made us to be, and becoming all that God has made us to be, so what errors of your fathers are you continuing? What errors of your fathers are you continuing? God wants you to stop it. One way house fellowship. There's um, someone that used to be with us back then. We used to pray together. We used to. On our faces every Monday. I serve this guy, Pastor Kune, um some other guys. We, in my living room, we'll be on our faces praying and praying and praying and praying. Then, Pastor Kunle sent me a picture of the guy yesterday or before yesterday. He has, he has gone into occultism, he has gone to wear regalia. But that was how his father was. And he tried to break out. But he continued in the error of his father. I am praying in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you will not continue in the error of your fathers. In the mighty name of Jesus. You see, one thing you need to know about generational curses is that generational causes flow through generational errors. If you get this, your life you are you are set free from causes that are flowing through generational causes flow through generational errors. If you deal with the errors, the causes cannot alight. For some people, they say that our error is when we get angry. My family, we break things. Something must break. That's just how we are. As long as you hold on to that error, the causes that have been following will continue. So people say, oh, in our in our family, we shack burukutu. You know what they call burukutu? That's how we are. And you continue the drinking, you are perpetrating the curse. And it's going to go from generation to the, until you stop it. Until you stop it. And heaven is saying to you, break it now. Break it when? Now. 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 What cause? What generational cost? Error. Are you continuing? For some, for some people, it is, oh, I mean, that's how my dad is. He's a faithful guy, but, you know, he can't take his eyes off the girls. That's just how we are. Pastor, I have fasted and I am afraid. But when I see anything in scared, my body begins to shake. <laughs> you, today, you will receive help from heaven. You will deliver yourself. And you will walk away. Why? Because generational curses flow through what? Generational errors. It is an error. Listen, my ethnic father, I was his favorite son, child. There are six of us five boys, one girl. There's something that my mother prayed for us, she has always prayed for us, is that these boys. We're not continuing the error of their father because it destroyed. It destroyed my dad. My dad was he was gifted. Was a genius. He had a first class at the age of nineteen. He has a PhD at the age of twenty one. You know, it's at the point of his death. His record in I don't want to head the school in London is still unbroken. Maybe it's broken now, but as, as at the time he died, he had everything. He, I mean, everyone could give a man, but he was cut short because of the errors of his fathers that he continued in. And my mom stood in the gap. Today, five of us, five boys, none of us, none is following his footsteps. Not one. Not one. The only person that would have followed this full step. <laughs> Yours truly. Because I was like, th- I mean, it will, it will, I would will sit down beside him. He would give me Goulda. I was a small boy. My giant, you. You very, you love. You What that means is I will enjoy today. I don't I don't care about tomorrow. But my mother prayed. Oh, she prayed. This boy, you will not continue your father's error. My dad. Let me go there. Let me go on. He loved women. You see, when you know that Father was what killed him One of his, he was poisoned By one of his girlfriends That wanted to take all his money Long story Died like a chicken I will not Die like a chicken The Bible says don't give your strength to that which destroys kings. That woman reduces a great man to a loaf of bread. They, re- they reduce the loaf of bread. So when you are being tempted, just see loaf of... <laughs> <laughs> rod. That was a loaf of bread. Uh. Ezekiah Ezekiah did not continue in his father's errors. In fact, Ezekiah was the one that pulled down and destroyed Nehushtan. I was in Nehushtan. The Nehemiah, I'm sorry, Ezekiah was the one that destroyed Nehushtan. What's Nehushtan? Nehushtan, there was a time that the children of Israel were going through a challenging time and a, a serpents were biting them and they were dying. In the whole camp, serpents bite them and they die. And God said to Moses, raise up a bronze serpent. Everybody say bronze serpent. That broad serpent is what is called Nehushtan. That everyone that looks at the broad serpent will be saved. What was God saying? God was putting a type of Jesus. Jesus was the one that hung on the cross of Calvary. That when we look at Jesus, the Bible says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are, and they are safe. When we, when we are being stung by the Venom of the world and Satan. When we look at Jesus, we are healed. They looked unto him and they were lightened and their faces were not ashamed. So God said to Moses, raise up Nehushtan. And Moses raised up Nehushtan. Everyone that was beaten looked, lived. Now, Moses had gone. God wanted the people to obey him. They had left the wilderness. Guess what they did? They carried Nehushtan as insurance. Listen, God wants you to have a relationship. Stop looking for talisman or formulas. He wants you to. So they carried and And for hundreds of years, centuries, the children of Israel were worshiping a, a bronze serpent. Who's eyes there was the bronze serpent, God. But God had moved on. They are still carrying the bronze serpent. What is Nehushtan in your life? What is Nehushtan? That needs to be broken. What is Nehushtan? That needs to be broken. Second Kings 18.4. It says, he, ne Ezekiah, destroyed Nehushtan. He destroyed it. He broke up the bronze serpent that Moses had made. Because the people, go on, next, next screen. Because the people of Israel had been offering sacrifices to it, the bronze serpent is called Nehushtan. Nehushtan, what has become Nehushtan in your life? What has taken God's place that appears to be legitimate, but has taken God's place? For some people, it is the crucifix, the cross, you know, the crucifix. They carry the crucifix, but they don't follow the Christ. You carry the crucifix, you are not living for God. It has become Nehushtan. Everybody say Nehushtan. For for some people, it will surprise you, Nehushtan in their lives is is a printed Bible. The Bible that is supposed to be the Word of God, which it is, has become Nehushtan. Why? Because they will not read the Bible, but the Bible must be under their pillow. If they have a bad dream, they just open the Bible to Psalm 91, put their pillow on top of it as juju, and they will sleep on it. Say, yes. Yes. Nehushtan. It has become an idol. It is the Bible. It's the word of God. But has it become an idol? Has it become an idol? For some people, it's their children. God has given you the children, but the children, you worship your children. I've seen parents worship their children. I'm like, wow. What is Nehushtan in your life? Ask your neighbor. What is Nehusetan in your life? Okay, very quickly now. If you're writing, you need to put your pen to speed writing. <clears throat> Lesson number two. He sought out those who will help him. Not only did he not continue in the errors of his father, Ezekiah sought out those who will help him. He restored the Levitical priesthood. Second Chronicles thirty. 13 to 17, he restored Levitical priesthood. Number two, he, I mean, in, in seeking those who will help him, he reestablished the Passover. He sought out help and counsel from Isaiah. He sat down with Isaiah and listened to the word of God. He sought out those that will help him. You need to seek out those that will help you in your work with Christ. You need to seek out those that will help you in your work with Christ. Next week, the live groups are starting. Praise the name of the Lord. Okay. We are excited about starting the live group next week Sunday. Join a live group. Sit around people that are in love with Jesus. Allow people that are going and following Jesus to influence you. Is the car. Was wise enough. He was 25, but he, he had some brain. Seek out those that will help you work with God. So, number one, Ezekiah did not continue in the errors of his fathers. God doesn't want you to continue the errors of the father. Number two, God wants you to seek out those that will help you in your work with Christ. And that is what Ezekiah, Ezekiah did. And number three, Lesson from Ezekiah. Learn how to face God on your own. Learn how to face God on your own. Learn how to face God on your own. Verse 2 of Ezekiah 20 that we read. Verse 2. It says, When Ezekiah heard this, What did he hear? He heard the most significant statement in heaven and on earth against him. What did he do? He turned his face to the wall and he prayed to God. Wow. Your greatest asset on earth is your relationship with God. That's your greatest asset. That's your greatest asset. Your greatest asset is your relationship with God. You're, you're able to go to God yourself and plead your case with God. That's the greatest asset. Your greatest asset is not the number of people that are praying for you. No, 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 no. In fact, people you think they are praying for you, they are sleeping. They are dozing. Yeah. The story of a lady that said to me, Oh, pastor, you know, I'm going for this, you know, interview. It looked impossible, that interview. What she was going for? She was. It was totally impossible. I mean, on the physical. And she said, I believe God, that God can do it, but I want you to pray with me. And I had a good heart. I said, okay. We'll pray. Let's do a video together. But you'll be doing the video in your house. I'll be doing the video in my house. Now I'm a nocturnal person. I don't sleep until 2, 3 a.m. So 12, midnight. My eyes are shining. When everybody else is sleeping. I mean, I, I thought I had a problem. But I discovered that it wasn't a problem at all. <laughs> so I said to her, You know what? No problem. Let's do one hour. And in the morning, go for the meeting. And you will get the job. She said, Amen. Amen. That day came. 12 o'clock came. I, I slept off. I didn't do it deliberately. The Lord was trying to teach me a lesson and teach her a lesson. I dozed off like a newborn baby. I woke up in the morning and said, yeah. <laughs> what has happened? Then little data came. she said, oh, Pastor, fantastic. She got the job. It was a miracle. And she said, "Ha! Ah, I really need to thank you. You know, you stood in the gap for me. You prayed, man of God. Said, I said, I, I, I slept off. <laughs> she said, you, you did what? I said, I slept off. I'm sorry, Jare. She just be, she be forgot to answer. And he has answered. Is it my sleeping or my praying that matters? <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Your greatest asset is your personal relationship with God. And, you know, you need to be encouraged. You know, you know why? Because Jesus doesn't need permission from anyone before he sends you help from above. He doesn't need permission from anyone. Ezekiah knew that God does not need permission from Isaiah to help him. So when Isaiah did his job, Ezekiah faced God because he knew that God doesn't need the help of the prophet to help him. So he faced God. So when God wanted to help him, God sent the same prophet. Go back. Again I say, everyone that is bearing good news concerning you, that is going in the wrong direction away from you, God will send them back to you. In the mighty name of Jesus. But you see, it takes humility to acknowledge that you have a need. Some people, their pride is their destruction. It takes humility to acknowledge that, ah, I have a problem. I need help. And God has said, a bruised reed, Isaiah 42, 3, it will not break, and a smoking flax it will not put out. David understood this, Psalm 51, verse 17. He says, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, oh God, thou will not despise reject so ezekiah went to god and said in verse 3 second kings 20 verse 3 he says oh lord remember it was remember. remember remember oh lord how i have always been faithful Everybody was faithful. faithful faithful to you and i have served there was served yes. served you single mindedly Always, it was a doing what pleases you. Always doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and wept like a baby, bitterly. But before Isaiah had left the middle court, the message of the Lord came back, go back to Ezekiah, the leader of my people, tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of your ancestor David says, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, I will heal you. Brought God to remembrance. He said to God, remember how I have served you. Remember how I have been faithful. You know, it's, it's amazing. Some people cannot even go to God. I say, remember how I have served you. God will say, Where? When? You are who? Join the workforce, the lie. You mean me, I will, I will not be opening the door for, for my mates. I can't do that, though. <laughs> he says, remember, you see, one of the greatest lies any Christian can embrace is that your faithfulness and your service does not count, it doesn't matter. Oh, oh, we're in the dispensation of grace. You can behave like a rascal. Anything you want to do is fine. You can't be faithful anymore. You can't be, don't worry, you know. Just plead the blood of Jesus. Listen. (laughs) Your faithfulness and your service can deliver you from death. Believe me, it can. the workers that are clapping can you see that they're excited (laughs) okay everybody's clapping i know when god remembers your faithfulness and your service he sends you help from above (laughs) he sends you help from above let there be something that you can go to god and say Uh, Nehemiah went to God and says, remember me for good because of the good I've done. I built this wall, oh God, for your people. I built your house. Remember me for good. Psalm 20. This is a very powerful, powerful. Listen, I will tell you, I've, I've deployed this Psalm 20 in amazing ways. There's no time. I have many stories. I could tell you a lot. I'm sure we'll Help you, maybe another time. Psalm 20, from verse 1 to 3, says, In time of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry. May the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. It says, May the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May he send you help from where? From his sanctuary. May God send you help from his throne. In the mighty name of Jesus. And strengthen you out of Zion. May he what? Remember all your and look favorably upon your burnt offerings in our own time, your seed. God can remember your giving and send you help from above. In fact, When God remembers your giving, he sends you help from above. He says, God, remember how I have served you faithfully. Remember. And God, you see, God is a, how do I put it? God has said, I have not told you to seek me in vain and serve me in vain. God is God that responds. He says, you will serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and your water. And he will put none of these diseases upon you. God is a God that responds He says to serve. He says, as as a father pities a son that serves him. So will I pity you because you what? You serve me. You know, I want to challenge you. If you are not serving God in any way, please do, please. Praise the name of the Lord. And God said, verse 5, 2 Kings 20, Go back to Ezekiah, the the leader of my people, and tell him, this is what the Lord, the God of your ancestor, David, says, I have heard your prayer. May God hear your prayers. He says, I have seen your tears, and I will heal you. See, when God hears your prayers and sees your tears, he sends you help. From above. The question is, what is stopping God from hearing your prayer this morning? I'm praying that nothing will stop God from hearing your prayers this morning. What will stop God from sending you help? You know, the word of God says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. The hand of God is not shutting that it cannot save. But Sin has a way of insulating you away from help from heaven. And Jesus came today to take away the sin. Like the brass serpent, Jesus is the everlasting God. Unlike the brass serpent that whose turn or expired, Jesus lives forever to make intercession for those. That we put their trust in Him. You can look to Jesus today and be free. Let's bow our hearts, and bow our heads. You're saying, Pastor, pray with me. Nothing will stand before me and God today. I want to pray with you. I want to put my faith in Jesus. Oh, I used to be born again. I'm backslidden. I've gone back to the world. I've gone back. But now, Pastor, I see. And all I need is help. Help from above. And I want to come to God. I want to pray with you also. Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are seated, that is you. Put up your hand now. Over your head. And I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. If I put not your hand, put up your hand well. God bless you. Not on your head. Over your head. God bless you right there. God bless you. At the overflow, God bless you. At the back, God bless you. Over there. Over here. Right at the back. God bless you. Over there. God bless you. My brother over here in front. God bless you. My sister. God bless you here. Raise your hand and take the card. Take the card. God bless you over there. At the hand. At the corner. I can see your hand. Over here. At the back over there. God bless you. Right there at the back. God bless you, sir. God bless you, my sister. God bless you, my sister. Right there. God bless you. Um, God bless you. Over there, right in the middle. I can see your hand. God bless you. That is me. I want to come to Jesus. I want to come to this God. God bless you. Put up that hand. Put up the hand, God bless you over there. God bless you. And God bless you. Right there. Another hand over there. God bless you. Another hand over there. God bless you. If you are at the overflow, lift your hands. The ushers are gonna give you the card. Pastor, pray with me. I want to pray with you. That is me. Put up that hand now. If you have the card, you can put down the hand for now. That is me. God bless you. Put it up, put it up, put it up well, 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 well. over your head. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Pastor, pray for me. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you personally. If you have the card, I want to get up on your feet and make your way to the front. I want to pray over you. Get up and make your way to the front. The ushers are going to help you. Ushers, please, let's help them. Let's help them play the way and and encourage them. For those that are coming from the overflow, the ushers, please guide them. Let them come here. I have the card. Get up, 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 get up. Get up! Let's clap for them. Let's clap for them. Let's clap for them. Get up, get up! 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 Make your way. Make your way forward. 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 God bless you. God bless you. From the from the overflow. Keep coming. We are waiting for you. Keep coming, my sister. Keep coming. We are waiting for you. We are waiting for you. Keep coming. That is me. God bless you sir from the overflow, keep coming. Keep coming. Now, if you are if you are sitting and you and you need to be outside, why don't you just get up and join them? I don't have a card. Pastor, can I join them? Yes, yes, you can. God bless you, my sister. Yes, you can. God bless you, my sister. Yes, you can. Get up. God bless you, my sister. God bless you. Get up. Get up. Get up up and come. Get up and come to Jesus. God bless you, my sister. You can come. God bless you, my brother. I don't God bless you, my sister. I don't have a card. Can I come to Jesus? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. God bless you. Get up get up, keep coming. keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. God bless you, sir, God bless my brother. God bless you, I know how a car. can I come to the cross? Yes, you can, yes you can. Make your way forward, God bless you my sister. Keep coming, let's keep clapping, come on. Let's clap for on this one. God bless you, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming to Jesus. We are waiting for you, we are waiting for you. we are waiting for you. I'm going i Congratulations, I'm really happy for you. Right now you may, let's clap, let's clap for Jesus. You may feel conflicted, you may feel even a little confused, but don't worry, don't worry. I felt that way too, you know. um, i tell you my story. we won't live here today, but God will surprise you in Jesus' name. So if you are in front, why don't you stop what you are doing now and just cry to God. Just say, God, I come to you. I need your help. I humble myself. I refuse to let my pride drown me. I come to the cross of Calvary and I look unto you, Jesus. I look on you and, and I am saved. I come and I believe in you. I put my faith in you, Jesus. Have mercy upon me. People, let's lift our hands to these ones and let us, let's just pray for them. Let's pray for them that this change will be lasting. This step will be, will be awesome that they've taken, that they will look back and they will be grateful to God for today. Father, we pray for everyone who is here before you. We ask, oh God, Oh, my Father, Thank you, Father. And so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, we pray for everyone who is in front here today. We ask that you cleanse them totally. Breathe upon them, my Father. Change these lives. Give them help from above. Help from above, Lord, give unto them. Honor and glory be given to you. Jesus.